Sometimes you just okay. Sometimes you just gotta put your dick on the situation. So you're not gonna use protection? No. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna roll this out. I lower my volume. I roll it out. Um. Okay. So, gotta start this uh, party off right. Mm-hmm. Let's get this party started right. Let's I'm get started quickly, right? I'm drinking some Zen tea, right, for the situation. Nice and pepperminty. Nice. I like Le- lemongrassy. Um, is lemongrass like the lemon's pubic hair? Um, yeah, I guess. So, here's the Here's the big question for today. Mm-hmm. Well, there's many. Uh, what? Well, I saw the videos yesterday. Give us the rundown. You you did the plunge. All right. Well, we'll post. I, I will post this on our page. Um, if, okay. If those who didn't know, yesterday was a leap day, which means that it was an extra day. Extra black history and shit. I made history yesterday. No, I made history. History. Sound like a rhythm, sort of, but somebody else. I don't know. Um, so, what I decided to do was I figured I'm all about facing adversity like, mm-hmm. or bringing the adverse to yourself so that you can overcome shit instead of waiting for shit to happen to you. You just go out and do shit. So, I decided, well, what would be something that somebody wouldn't do on an island during the winter? Jump in the fucking water. Mm. So, I figured, all right, that's a very, very adverse thing to do. So, one one reason why I decided to do it is because I wanted not only to, to push myself to do something most uncomfortable, but also to to prove to myself as well as the rest of the world that sometimes when we can, the things that we construct in our minds might be way more than the actual action when we, when we put action to it. Right. Yeah. 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 So when you guys watch the video, you'll see, you'll see like I, I, not only was it mental, but it was physiological. It shows exactly what you construct in your mind. Cause when you, when, when I showed my heart rate, I was at 150. 150 yeah. heart rate. Now, yes. I want people to understand 150 standing is one, not good. Okay. 150 standing means that you should have just got done sprinting. That's like panic attack level I'm talking heart about rate. Sprinting, sprinting your ass off. I'm talking about like literally going all out. Like you racing mm-hmm. your friends to see who, who can make it from here to the next stoplight or whatever. And that's what I said it's, pan- it's panic attack. Yeah. Heart level. That's your heart rate. That's, that's panic attack heart level. Um, on a uh, on a cardio scale, that is probably close to maybe eighty something percent of your maximum heart rate. Maybe okay. Let's say maybe. 70 yeah, I was gonna say you can heart rate can go pretty pretty high. Yeah. But like based on my own, so my, my resting heart rate is normally around the 60s. 
Right, yeah. Yes. That's a lot. Um, well, it's that, yeah, go ahead, please. So, you know, do you want to, you don't want to talk about it till after people? I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll talk about it because it was an experience and it, it shows when you're able to control your mind, you can do so many important things. If you just learn how to control your mind, your thoughts are way, 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 way to like thoughts can kill you. That's literally thoughts can kill you because thoughts can drive you to do shit that you normally wouldn't do thoughts right. can, can really kill you they, like the, the the things that we construct in our minds before it actually even happens the stories that we tell ourselves and then we live in those stories without some of us live in those stories without actually going through with the actual action yeah that's what i wanted to prove is that once you put action to something you convince yourself that it it can go in one of two ways it can either go in the way that you expect it or in the way that you least expect it but just expect that something's going to happen i think i think you i think you proved that with your video yeah of how psychological i think i think we even mentioned it i think last week yeah when i was talking about having white coat syndrome Mm-hmm. As they call it, when I go to the doctor, I've had a heart rate of like 140 something at the doctor. And as soon as you leave there, it go right back down. It's mm-hmm. so, it's so insane. But yeah, you could go into the same, like I bet I could go into the same scenario. Like it can maybe even just change one element, mm-hmm. changes the place that it's at. And everything stays the same. Yeah. I mean, nothing happens like that. But you put those same elements together. Like, this is where, like, have, growing up having panic attacks, that's what I saw what happened. You start attaching it to places and events, mm-hmm. so then it doesn't even take... It, it, it doesn't... Like, you may have a panic attack. Like, when I was younger, I remember having them in, like, in class in high school, which is super embarrassing when you're like 16 years old mm-hmm. but you have one to say like i think i remember having one in like history class so what does your brain do automatically every day in history class you're like oh fuck you match like, even if- you, you match the, the 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 environment the action with the emotional association and so now they're always equated as that because yep. of this action i have to present this particular emotion. Now, mindfulness would, would tell you that, oh, you got a plethora of emotional attachments that you could put on it. But to mm-hmm. put fear and to put anxiety on it is not always, well, one, well, it's not the best thing because you're not being threatened. We're right. using, it's almost like we're using the tool of anxiety in the improper way. Now, anxiousness and fear have a purpose. When it comes to the, the threat of our own survival, that's why we have that particular emotion, that particular emotional instinct. But we, it's, if you gave a baby a hammer, what would the baby do with the hammer? He'd go around jacking everything up. Exactly. Just destroying everything. The baby doesn't even think that it's destroying shit. But the, the, the person who gave the baby that particular tool 
knows exactly what the tool is usually used for. Unfortunately, you just handed a baby a hammer, and so the baby is just going to be destructive. That's a pretty good way of putting it, actually. Yeah. 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 And that's what we do with, with our emotions. Emotional maturity and emotional control, emotional experience. Like, to be able to know when to use an emotion is so fucking important. Yeah. So, so important. Because some people, like, you don't have to use dread or fear or sadness for every fucking thing. Right. And that's what that's what goes to show that it's not about the thing itself. It's not about the the action that happens to you. It's how you choose to be affected by that action. Just like um, what you and I posted earlier was what who was it Seneca? I think one so. One of the Stoic philosophers. Uh, yo, I gotta pull up that quote. Yeah, read read the quote. But while you're while you're pulling that up, is that the one that like you? If you you only you're only hurt if you choose to be hurt. Yeah. Basically, if someone does, someone attempts to harm you or harms you, you're only harmed if you believe you've been harmed. Exactly. First, you have to first you have to believe that you have been harmed. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say about you know bullying. It's like I think we'd be better off teaching people that if someone try attempts to bully you. That that's their issue, not yours. Right. Like you don't have to believe what they say. Exactly. Um. By the way, I have an update uh, uh, about last week's uh, episode. I want to talk about too. Um, just a brief uh thing, but I know you'll find that quote. So, what I saw, I think you, I think you proved the point. Um, in your videos, interestingly, because you're a very rational person, and it's like it's like me, like. Things like that wouldn't bother me. Like, well, I mean, cold water might be really interesting on my small body, but um, I would probably react the same way. Like, you'd be nervous as shit. Mm. Excuse me, but how was the experience? Like, I would assume that like it's almost like once you get acclimated, and if you're, you're if you're doing it consciously, right? That's- you're probably more in control of your mind, and you're like, you don't lose your breath. You're not like whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, panicking. Yeah, you, or did you? You do. You do lose your breath. <laughs> okay, that, that could just be right, physical. You lose your breath. <laughs> okay. Oh, let but me. You do. don't. But you don't panic. Right. Of losing your breath. It, it's it's the emotional application is the important part. And okay. one thing that one one time that, that really made me truly realize that was um last summer. Like right before the summer started, Memorial Day weekend, I myself and some of the people that I mentor, we we decided, although it's Memorial Day weekend, it's let's just go jump in the water. So we we went we went in the water, and before we went in the water, I I I recognize all the things that make people that pull people back from actually doing an action. Mm-hmm. It's always an emotional response. It's always how we try to construct this this uh, this imagination of what we're going to feel how it's going to feel how uncomfortable what emotions that we uh, that we apply to what what it means to, to feel uncomfortable and then that's exactly the construct that we put the obstacle that we put in front of us before we actually take action but then what we see is once we take action it wasn't as bad as all the bullshit that we constructed 
Same thing goes with sex, by the way. But we'll get into that later. Um, so what I realized is if I set aside the emotional part of it and says, go, just do the action. Fuck the, 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 the emotional aspect. It's a desirable aspect. Do the actual action, bottom line. And then I just did the action and I was like, wow, this wasn't bad. Right, right. It usually isn't. Same thing with, with, with this particular thing. There was all the, all the things that I constructed in my head leading up to me actually dipping in the water. It was, it was a great story that I told myself. And, and I weighed the pros and cons of actually doing it. And even mm -hmm. went to the extreme. That's what I do. I'll, I'll think about something that, is, that we consider very stressful. And then I'll think about, does it bring you, how, how close does it bring you to death? And then from there, then I deconstruct, <laughs> okay, yeah. I deconstruct it and then, then pull it back so that what I'm saying, actually, I, I can stay within that gray area. Okay. Within those lines. I look at the uh, the negatives first always because that's that's when we think about death being in the negative, then even though it's not, it's just neutral. But when we think about it being in the negative, we try to think about all the things that we can do to to not have that process happen. Even though every single thing that we do brings us closer to it anyway. Just, just so y'all know, <laughs> just just being born. Right, exactly. Just yeah. being born. The reason why a baby cries is because it knows now I got to do this shit. <laughs> I, I honestly it's not do, not again. I honestly do believe that before we go, before we become this, we decide. We know exactly. We we decide to play the game, and then we know exactly right before we come. Our, our consciousness. You're going to be aware of things, but you're going to have no way of expressing it for for a lot of it. And then, and then once, once your motor skills start to develop and you can start to identify things, you're still not really going to be able to fully identify shit. And it's going to be extremely frustrating in your life. But then eventually you'll get to that point where you, where you can really, really talk about some shit and be able to articulate so, so beautifully but but a lot of it is predefined too. Yes. It's it's like it's like in the book The Alchemist and or even I can't remember if it's the Alchemist or the, the Four Agreements. So they talk about um the what is that how is that referred to? It's like the story it's basically the story of the world. Like this all these things and ideals and norms and whatever are all created this is all existing before we even come into it sure so we're brought into a construction mm -hmm. already yeah we're put in all of these things like like even even me when i when i've said like uh maybe people with oi are a genetic bump meaning like an, an evolution i know i've had people think it's funny but there's a part of me that's like how do we not know it is or right. it isn't Right. Like, what if it is? Like, what if this is like a bump where, because, by I mean, you know, there are people with any kind of, quote unquote, disability or any kind of thing that live to reproductive age. That's all you need. Right. That's all you need. So there could be like disabled people banging all over the world. And if that's genetically transferable, 
then there's going to be more. So once again, how do you know? We're already set up to say, well, this is what's normal. This is what's normal. Like, I get that. But is there, you know, I'm not trying to make this all about me. No, but, but is there is there like truly an, an, an absolute normal that is that we can all agree is this is normal because what the right. fuck is normal normal is, right. is, is it is it a generalized collective where everybody you, like it's a checklist you can do this you can do this because we're going to find abnormalities within everybody that I actually had that thought today where I was like I was thinking people always talk about oh you can't do this you can't but it's like everybody has some, like everybody some sort has of you know, can't do is something oh, that yeah I, I was, it's it's funny because the the word on the tip of my tongue was almost inferiority mm-hmm. but it's not even that it's just uh, difference it's just right. ability it's like well, even if you would you look at plants so let's look at plants so say grass is like disabled according to the tree. Right, because like ah, you ain't big and you ain't got a, tr- you know, tree right, right. trunk, and and I'm way up here in the sky, eating all the sunlight up. Fuck you. Like, is that how it is? Like, anyway, woo. Bars. So, it's things like that. Like even you get jumping in the water, like th- those kind of things, where we're taught this, we're taught mm-hmm. this is not normal, like. This is absurd. What are you doing that for? Like, we don't jump in cold water. Well, maybe we do, and maybe it's good for you. It actually has been shown to be good for that's you. Why, that's why I brought up the thing uh, about the kids um, in recess. When they do recess, and I, like I said, I think it's Finland, but I'm not sure. It's either Finland, Switzerland, one of those lands. And um, they, they have the kids sit in a sauna, and then they have them go outside, and then um, the kids pour like ice cold water on them because that that it's it's bringing one to an extreme which which this is one thing that that uh, we kind of touched on i think last week about the whole yin and yang part is like going experiencing both extremes like i could see how that would really boost the immune system because it's like i'm taking you to the brink i'm taking Mm -hmm. you to the brink of extreme hot and extreme cold how many diseases and viruses um, and and bacteria survive in extremes? Not many. That, yeah, if you can acclimate your body to both ends of that, and then those a lot of those things cannot survive both ends. Yeah. So if you take your body to it, a lot of things will die out and kind of reset. I see that. Yeah. I see that. Um, I gotta I gotta switch up. Top. By the way, everybody should watch those videos. Yeah. To see how kind they did. Um, they were they were really good videos. Um, I got to bring this up. Two quick things. Well, one thing and then one quick thing and then one other thing. Uh, one thing I found out because I know last week we talked about that kid that was allegedly bullied oh, and they yeah. raised like hundreds of that. Now, subsequent information. Just because I want to be fair to this, I still have my thoughts of I don't see how money or a trip to Disney World solves the problem of bullying. But I did find out that they said their intention was to raise $10,000. So every bit of money over that is going to uh, bully prevention initiatives, which that's better than giving the kid money. I'll put it that way. Yeah, It's not going to solve it for that kid. But they're going to make it worse. Okay, moving on. The other thing is, a couple of nights ago, I had some friends over 
And I, I don't know whether to be flattered by this or uh, not, but it was hilarious. One of my friends said, I saw this documentary about this guy who uh, he's, he made music his whole career, but then he ended up making music for porno, <laughs> like porno videos. And I was just making a career out of it. And that person goes, I thought of you when I saw that. I was like, wow, thanks. Okay. <laughs> but then I thought about it. Here's the thing. Okay, there's always music in porn. Like, everybody knows the intro music on Pornhub. You know, we know that sound instinctively. I do. Oh, but I have the app, so I don't... I don't... I don't ever hear of the intro. No, a lot of the a lot of the videos when they when the video starts, there's like this little bit of music that plays. If you hear that in your sleep, you automatically get a boner. So here's the thing. What the, the I I thought there was like just a break beat, but it's only for the ambulance. Yes. No, there. Like, no. Shows you how much we masturbate. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the people at home right now are getting their lotion out. They're like, oh, I thought it was a video coming out. <laughs> Hot milfs. So here's the, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I thought about it. Uh, shout out to my homie Patrick. He was in town this week. And we were, we were talking about it later. I said, could there be someone out there that becomes like the scoring master for porn? Like... How dope would it be to have, like, a literal score for a porn? I don't mean, like, just a beat or a, you know, no. I mean, like, fucking Star Wars type. Like, yeah, like, straight up do that shit as if, like, uh, uh, yo, that that would be so Like, he, cool. he's, about, he's about to bust a nut here. I remember okay. when, yeah. when, uh, when, being younger and a teenager and then being able to finally sneak porn and, and watch it. And I th- always, I always was fascinated by the ones that were on film. I always thought that those were the best ones. Like, and I think obviously it's, it's just my, my artistic point of view and, and all about cinematography. There's a lot of ones that like new, new Biles or whatever. And, and Tushy, like, I, I like the, the lighting and the settings. I'm not, I'm not, that into like I'm really into porn that's artistic and shit. I, I don't okay. like just the straight up in your face, just <laughs> all that shit. Like I, I I need art to it. Okay. Like I can I I like sexually I can do all the other stuff myself, so I don't really need to watch that. I rather have like some shit that's like like damn that's some fucking great lighting. Like damn. Just great lighting. <laughs> great lighting. It's like oh, uh, a little bit longer, just because I enjoy the lighting. I'm gonna hold out, even though I gotta be at work in about five ten minutes. Uh, I'm gonna hold out just so I can watch. Like I really want to know how they lit this set. This is like oh, they waited till the just the right time of day. Exactly. The, the sun's coming in the the shades right there. It's illuminating the backside of her head. You know. Um, oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 no, that's just come. Uh, so <laughs> here's the thing, though, but I was imagining, I'm really imagining, I would like to see this done. I would like to see, like, the guy that did, like, Star Wars, John Williams, or 
whatever his name is, or it's like Danny Elfman. Oh, it's like the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, like the da 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 da. But can you like it's like like some big but like some big booty cheeks, and he's like I need some like big timpani right here. Boom, 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 boom. You know. Peter and the Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like two thousand and one. So okay, here's here's the kicker. Here's the punchline to all this. If I ever make the move to seriously score pornographic films, I have my composer name. What? Jakovsky. <laughs> Jakovsky. You're welcome. I'll spell it for you later. Hold on, I'm doing a block. About <laughs> Blozart. Blozart. What else could there be? Choke pan. <laughs> that's that's not. I mean, that isn't. What? That's kind of... <laughs> <Cock-tobin. laughs> um, That could be actually beat Beethoven. Um, but I think Tchaikovsky is the best. I think it almost because how how is Tchaikovsky spelled? Tchaikovsky. It's, got, <laughs> it's it's almost like just taking the C off and just putting the J there. Ah, that means something too. <laughs> What's that? I said I feel like that means something too. What? C and uh, yes, <laughs> the great Jakovsky. That would be great, like the adult film awards, though. Because they had you'd be like, and the best scoring goes to Jakovsky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as rain sticks, <laughs> or like a the bell tree. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I don't. I do see a little more Star Warsy. So it's gonna have like the melody and the dark themes and the happy themes. I finally, like, I finally watched the Mandalorian. Um, I mean, it's it's good, but all y'all and this little baby Yoda shit. Oh, come on. Get over it's it. not, first of all, it's not Yoda. And Yo, baby, like it's, Yo- a, it's a gangrenous mogwai. Right. Yoda is not a thing. Yoda is a name. That's true. That's what I'm saying. So, y'all have to identify exactly what the character's, um, eth- well, not ethnicity, but, uh, <laughs> what is, what is person looking for? <laughs> why did I, why did I just look down? And realize what's on your shirt. <laughs> I just now looked. I was like, wait a minute, what the? That's <laughs> great. Ooh, ah, it's great. It's it's a it's a it's it's a Yoda like creature with lycanthropy. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. <laughs> Well, I think that's a great discussion we've had today. We covered 
We covered anxiety. Yep, we covered anxiety, panic attacks. And porn uh, score. Porn score. Oh, 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 oh to, in closing. Please. In closing. <clears throat> Remember, it is not enough to be hit or insulted to be harmed. You must believe that you are being harmed. If someone succeeds in provoking you, realize that your mind is complicit to the provocation. Understand that shit, which is why it is essential that we not respond impulsively to impressions. Take a moment before reacting and you will find it easier to maintain control. Which means, think before you fucking act. Don't don't use your applications of, because I was taught that this action has this emotion attached to it, so impulsively or instinctively I do this. Don't do that shit. If, if, if it... If it does not help you to survive, then it is not important. Bottom line, if it does not help you to survive, to continue to live, it is not fucking important. It's not so important that it, it... I digress. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Exactly. Exactly. All right, but I'll say this. I'm a guy in a wheelchair, but the wheelchair is not in me. Ooh, I hope not, because that would hurt. Yeah. Ooh, especially in the colon area. I'm a guy that is, is deemed as black, and the darkness is within me. Agua. Agua. <laughs> <laughs>